Dan, thank you for getting us together for literally one of my favorite events of the entire year. Those of you who are about to get some cash are going to decide it's one of your favorite events too, but <laughs> even without a check involved, I look forward to this day. I love reading these stories. I, I love reading the stories of those who came close but weren't selected. And I know behind each of those there are many, many more who are uh, deserving state employees who did something excellent this year that um, maybe one day we'll get a chance to recognize in this way. But let me just reflect for just a moment or two on uh, what's important about this, why we started this custom, this practice, uh, why I think it's so essential that, first of all, those of us who work for our fellow citizens, are paid by their hard-earned dollars, and are responsible for, in turn, delivering them services, the services that, the very special ones that cannot be delivered unless we act collectively through the agency we call government. Why it's so important that we honor those and insist on emulating those who do the very best work. Um, I hope everybody here has, and if you haven't, just read this, and it all, all this, I suppose, to an extent, speaks for itself. Sure, to some, some extent, it's about money, and that's important these days for reasons I will return to. But uh, year after year at this event, we, uh, we recognize people who have found a way to stretch the taxpayer's dollar, to save it so it can be spent to help another person or an extra person or deliver an extra service, or simply left, as we did last year in large numbers, left with the taxpayer so they can spend it on something they may need very, very badly. But there's a human impact in every one of these stories. That's what public service is always about. And so, dollars aside, when you reflect on the fact that actions noted here today reduce prescription drug abuse, reduce maybe reduce the scourge of maybe the worst drug we have today, methamphetamine, when you stop and think what it meant to eliminate, to wipe out an environmental permit backlog of 900 that had sat there for year after year, when you recognize that every time one of those permits was brought current, it reduced the level significantly, always reduced the level of whatever it was that a company was emitting. Times 900, it's made us a, ours a much cleaner state. When you think about building a system, a better system for helping those who lose their jobs and are rightfully entitled to unemployment assistance paid for by their fellow citizens. When you think about building a system that was able to handle the incredible deluge of, uh, of such people that the worldwide recession brought us, in a way that got the job done while systems were crashing all over America in other states that did not happen here. And it would have without the good work we're about to recognize. When you think about recovering dollars 
defrauded from an innocent citizen and restoring them to the person who had them literally stolen and what those dollars may have meant to such a person. And then, just to end with the example, actually two examples that I love so much and that every Hoosier uh, knows about, the transformation of our BMV from the worst in America to the first in America is just a fantastic story. One reason I like today is that it's almost the only day when a significant number of other folks get to see the, the, the whole picture that I get to see, almost alone, of what state employees are achieving. All, and I watch very carefully as I visit with the leadership or with the rank and file state employees as I watch the metrics, those things we count and tabulate and measure to find out are we doing any better or not. I, I Sometimes I can barely contain myself. I just wish that six million other Hoosiers could, could know what I know and see what I see about the whole spectrum. Now when they go in the BMV or they deal with the Department of Revenue that turns your refund check around literally in two or three days now, if they needed that unemployment insurance and maybe it wasn't the first time and they can tell the difference, if they know a child who is vulnerable to neglect or abuse and know that there too Indiana has gone from worst to first in America, they may see a little picture here, a little bit there, but I'm so lucky I get to see the whole panorama. Now, we're not looking at it all today, but we're looking at uh, nine outstanding examples. And so I just hope that as we celebrate the folks who are here, that each of you will remember to spread the word a little bit, to, uh, to your, first of all, to your colleagues in state government, but here and there as you get the chance to other taxpayers. The 30,000 people who work for the their fellow citizens in this state really care. They care a lot. They're not just here punching clocks. And they have, I just say this with total confidence because again, we count, we measure, we know the citizens of Indiana have never been so well served as they are today by those in their employ. Is it good enough? Of course not. That's why we keep raising the bar on everybody. And do we have areas that haven't excelled as, as some, these groups have? Sure. It's a big operation. But in the Hoosiers today especially are so fortunate to be served as they are. And I just want to say to every co-worker um, here present, and I hope through you to everybody else you work with, I please tell people how much we love them and how much we appreciate what they're doing and um, how much we like to brag on the continual improvement in what they are doing. I do want to say just one little word about the money. I always have felt it was a sacred obligation that any dollar taken by the power of the state from a free citizen through taxation 
be spent with exquisite care. When we, as we must, rightly deprive a citizen of a dollar to do something through government, we have diminished their freedom just that little bit. They still had that dollar. They could spend it on something they want. So we better have a good use for it, and we better never waste it if we can avoid it. But especially right now, when so many folks are struggling, it's a very, very special obligation, and you folks are meeting it so beautifully. Lastly, another thing that I get to see that most folks don't is the whole picture of what's going on across the country. You may catch it a little, a little glimpse on the news, a little clipping here and there, but fortunately, you all don't, are, are too busy and you don't have to watch this as I do. Let me just mention from just the last week or two of news clips, I could recite these all afternoon. Alabama, 10% employee, state employee pay cuts. Delaware, 8% state employee pay cuts. Ohio, 4%. Maryland, 67,000 state employees furloughed for different lengths of time during the year. That's an interesting number because we're a bigger state than they are, and that's twice as many employees as we have in the whole state government. But that's a different story. <laughs> New York State just fired 9,000 state employees. That's almost one, is, one of every three we have. Now, that's not happening in Indiana. We're determined it won't. We don't have a feather-bedded payroll, but those things that those services we want to provide and that Hoosiers expect, we want to meet that obligation no matter how tight things get. How, co how come we're able to do it? How come these things aren't happening? In large part because of you and your co-workers. Every year you have been so much, you have made more and more progress, as I said, in, in um, using dollars wisely, becoming more productive. And that has wonderful positive effects, both financial and human. And for all of the above, we thank you profusely. Congratulations to the winners. Spend the money wisely. And uh, let's take some pictures. <laughs>